Welcome to the Mothers You Know podcast. Thank you for being here. This is a place where we as women remember the spirit God gave us. We know how much we matter and we believe all things are possible to them that believe on this Savior Jesus Christ. Here at Mothers You Know, we support the parents of young men in the Sons of Healman and young women in the Daughters of Light programs at Life Changing Services. These programs provide therapeutic and mentoring services for youth struggling with depression, anxiety, self-harm, pornography, and any other unwanted or difficult behaviors. We offer parent support, training, and resources for mothers and fathers seeking the best way to support their loved one. Any mother is welcome to join in the Mothers Who Know classes support and training. You do not need to have a child in life-changing services to join in. We hope you'll join us. I am Karen Broadhead. I serve as the director of Mothers You Know, and I serve as the parent support specialist at life-changing services. I invite you to join with me and other mothers from across the country in our Warrior Mothers Who Know online support and training group. If you have a child struggling with pornography, depression, anxiety, or other difficult behaviors, you will find a safe and uplifting place to learn from other moms and learn principles and strategies to best support your loved one. Please go to motherswhoknow.org to find the online meeting details. We talk about difficult things here with the intent to shine light in dark corners and to eliminate isolation and shame. We are mothers with warrior hearts who are raising the warriors of this generation. We know we must learn to fight well for ourselves first, then we can confidently support and cheer on our loved ones in the best ways. Hello and welcome back. This is going to be such a great episode. Thanks for being here and thanks for listening. I'm so glad. I'm here today to introduce a new program with the Director of Life Changing Services, Maurice Harker. And I'm just realizing I have some candy in my mouth, so hang on. There we go. I just realized that kind of sounds weird with that in your mouth. Okay, so I took my candy out. I had a Jolly Rancher in there. Okay. I love uh, it. We're so, all so natural here. Yeah. Okay. So, Maurice, we're so excited because myself and Kathy Gilbert, Rosalind Geertsen, and Markel Brown are here as Eternal Warriors coaches for Life Changing Services. And the reason we are here is all Maurice's fault because he wrote Like Dragons Did They Fight. And we got so excited about the eternal warrior principles found in Like Dragons Did They Fight and noticed that they changed our life so much that we just thought, boy, we want to live this. Not only that, we want to teach it because it's been so beneficial for us. And so we're here to add voice to this podcast, but really, Marie, since it's your program and we're so excited about it because when Maurice, I should probably say the name of the program. Let's say the name of the program. Let's do it. Eternal Warriors 3.0. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay. First of all, to clarify, it's not really a new program. Let me explain. Mm -hmm. In the last six months, as I've been pondering my stewardships and my responsibilities, a reoccurring phrase has been surfacing back to the basics, back to the basics. Some of that comes from my athletic background and everything I've ever studied about athleticism and is that whenever things get a little wobbly, you go back to the basics. You do your footwork, you do your push-ups, you do your scales, you do your arpeggios, you do the basics to get some rhythm down. It's also connected to President Nielsen's conference talk from a year ago or so where he gave us a glimpse to the foundation of the temple and giving it some extra attention. As I see the future coming, uh, we really need to make sure that the foundational portions of the principles are really solidified. As with anything that can be taught for years, it can develop cracks in the way it's taught. It can develop some weak spots. And so it's called Eternal Warriors 3.0 because the first version was created in response mostly to mothers. Sons of Helaman was started in 2005. 
And a reoccurring question that we were getting was from moms who wanted to know more about what their sons were being taught. And for me, because the principles that had been discovered to run the Sons of Him program were generally applicable to any self-mastery issue, I thought, well, isn't it obvious what we're teaching and how it applies? And I had some people say, no, it's not obvious. And so based on some requests, we gathered some families, some mothers, some fathers, mostly, and some church leaders and said, all right, we will walk you through the principles of self-mastery based on a hybrid of scientific and revelation-based principles through the prophets designed to empower people to go through the repentance or change process with more precision skill-based instead of only hope-based. Those who have backgrounds like mine of engineering type thinking or athletic type thinking or music type thinking, we like to have a little more substance to the instructions. Like, what do I do? How do I do it? What do I do? How do I do it? And so since I was in my early 20s, 30 years ago, I've been very focused on the mechanics of the change process and fascinated with the discovery of Satan's involvement in psychology, the study of the spirit. And I also learned as a missionary, if you're really going to be of value to people, you have to teach principles that last longer than you do so that when you go home, the principles are still there. And so I've asked others to join me, Markel, Kathy, Rosalind, and Karen, who have all been carefully trained in these concepts to be other voices. It's really, really important that it doesn't sound like Maurice is the originator or the energy behind all this stuff, but I am a simple, basic servant who just happened to find them and share them but it's not because of me that these principles are so powerful. It's not because of my special teaching skills. Anyone who strives to teach these self-mastery principles is successful because of the spiritual validation of the principles, not because of the charisma of the teachers. So I'm going to ask the listener to pay attention to two things. One, Listen very carefully to how normal and human the coaches are, okay? <laughs> None of them are Tony Robbins. Okay. None of them are, uh, what's his name? One of those other guys that talks a whole bunch really super fast and amazing. We rely on the relatability of our voices to be what conveys the truth of the, and the value of the principles. So that was Eternal Warriors 3 or 1.0. We didn't call it that then. 2.0 was when we really had to expand the concepts to a broader audience. So as the so the training handbook that is used to teach all the mentors and coaches is Eternal Warriors 2.0, which has also been opened to lots of the mentors contributing metaphors, principles, concepts. So the work that has been done by these many coaches dozens if not hundreds is going to be found a large portion of it in the eternal warriors 3.0 online self-paced handbook for anyone who participates in the class to have access to all right so we've already got that built in and it's beautiful it's glorious it's phenomenal we've had so many people add value to it you're going to hear recordings of the different coaches even those who are here pieces of how they teach etc the request for 3.0 comes from a couple of main focuses. Number one, we've been asked to add a little bit more science. Now, the science has been there from the beginning, but we haven't been emphasizing it. What we teach is based on true principles, but we have not been emphasizing it because we rely on people to find the truth of it, not by research, but by inspiration. Okay. Now, they're welcome to do the research, and we are confident that if you do, we can talk you through motivational interviewing, memory stimulation techniques, biochemical reactions to stimuli. We can talk for an hour on the exact science of things. 
But that has never been our goal to try to convince the academic world of the truthfulness of these principles. What we've been hoping to use is the spirit of the concepts, okay? So let me go ahead and ask Markel to make a comment first. Markel, you are a smart woman who has lots of responsibilities and you're not easily swayed by every little principle that comes swinging by. As you were studying these, and then I'll ask the others as well, as you were studying originally, what was it about the concepts convinced you to invest not only the energy to learn them for yourself, but also to get to the point where you could teach them to others? What was some of the deciding elements of that? One of the deciding elements was when I had the aha of the three voices in your head. Mm -hmm. So not every voice is a trusted voice. And I really thought I was a bad person because I had all of these thoughts in my head. And so that was a really huge breakthrough for me to, to go, wow, okay, that's not really me. You know, those are attacks, you know, by the adversary putting those negative thoughts in my head. The other thing that was really impactful was learning the chemical scale so that I could be able to recognize when I was being flooded with chemicals in my system and that I could actually do some things to neutralize those attacks and be able to get back to a zero, being motivated, doing good things, having good thoughts. So those two really have been life-changing for me and I've enjoyed teaching those to others. Thank you. Rosalind, what was, what did you experience that motivated you to learn and then strive to teach the concepts? I think, first of all, it was recognizing that I, too, I investigated the program because I was involved with people in my life who were struggling with addiction. And I, I came to understand that I, too, turned to things other than Christ when I was experiencing stress or discomfort in any way. And so I came to learn that this program had principles to help me recognize where I was turning and that I could turn to Christ instead and I could actually access the power of his atonement to make changes in my life. And I had never before recognized that the atonement was the real power that I actually could could use in my life every day and so that was so powerful for me and it helped me recognize that I had the with these tools that I was taught I could control I could choose my thoughts which and then I could choose my emotions which would change my actions and which helped me become more the person I wanted to be I I felt so powerless to do so before until I learned all these tools Thank you. Thank you so much. Kathy, do you have any thoughts on what first prompted you to learn and teach? I was in a place in my life where I just felt stuck. I wanted to do things better than I did them, but I didn't know how. I wanted to respond to others in more positive ways and be more inspiring to others, but I didn't know how. I was just stuck in this, this place. It felt like I was on this plateau and just resting there. And I didn't know how to move up. And of course, when you're not moving up, it feels like you're, you're falling off the side. And so, I don't know, I guess I've always had like this fascination with mountains. And yet, I'm really scared of heights. <laughs> okay. You know? and, and I've always been, I guess, intrigued by our divine potential but always had the fear of what I'm not. And so I just, I love that this program, Eternal Warriors taught me how to, to move past that and to start climbing to higher heights in my life. And once I realized that I could do that through the atonement, and I hate to say it, I waited until this late age to learn how to apply, truly apply the atonement in my life. And it helps help me move forward and upward. And now I know how to fight. And I want, 
I love teaching others how to do the same and to just watch their faces as they realize, wow, who am I? And why do I fight against myself? Thank you so much. Thank you. Karen, let's have you answer this question. What was it about your what, what you learned? You joined the study of it for the sake of your loved ones. When did you decide it was applicable for you and that you wanted to learn to teach it to others? You know what? I think when I started noticing this is changing my relationships, right? This is actually changing my relationships because it's changing me. And I'm, yeah, I thought I was being super wise and vigilant and in like kind of staying on top of everybody else's stuff they needed to fix, right? And it just helped me so much when I realized when I could understand it, it's not just about my child or my loved one being more spiritual and a better person. So then they'd stop doing that. Right. Cause I had such a church lady view of it all. And so, but when I realized we have a common enemy and he's trying to take both of us out and pit us against each other. And we also, there's also some science behind my behavior, your behavior. And I never, ever considered there's science behind your behavior. And so when I think, why can't you just stop doing that? It was so thrilling for me to realize that's why you can't stop doing that. And just like Rosalind mentioned, that's why I can't stop doing the things I do that look like wowzer. Why am I doing that again? But I do think too, this ferocity came up in me. And it just solidified this testimony that I had. I did say yes in the pre-existence. I did not want Satan stealing my agency. I wanted Jesus. And it was huge for me to recognize, boy, I really did care about my freedom because I really care about it now because that really ticked me off when I realized that the adversary was so involved in my relationships in my influencing my thoughts and how I then acted and just the fallout of all of that and not even knowing about it. It was so wonderful to see, oh, this is what I learned about in primary and young women's and in Relief Society. It's not about being a church lady. It's about being in battle, like a disciple that's also a warrior. It was amazing. Thank you. So I'm going to have Karen ask me some questions because she's really good about coming from the outside and looking in and go, what are you guys doing over there? But before that, the second goal of this Eternal Warriors 3.0 is to have coaches, Eternal Warriors coaches like these ladies and others attending from time to time as is convenient for them to help a little bit with the co-teaching so you can hear the principles from more than one voice and more than one perspective because each one of the coaches have different lives and different skills and different elements and as you heard them describing things, they all have a very important different perspective, but the opportunity to get some one-on-one -on -one work or some one-on-one -on -one family work, I'm not available to do that much. I can do some and I can take on a few people, but these coaches are available for a one-on-one -on -one or teamwork or family work. And so... As you meet them, you're going to get their contact information. You're going to be able to hear more about their other things that they've provided. And so you're going to want to be there to meet them and get to know them and pick your favorite that fits your personality. Okay. Because sometimes my personality is hard to deal with. Okay. There's lots of people that are nicer than me and sweeter than me. And because when I'm doing one-on-one -on -one work, it feels like you're in, with a wrestling coach and I'm going to make you cry and sweat and bleed a little bit. But if you work with Rosalind, It'll be nice and sweet and you'll love it. And, and Karen gives chocolate to those who behave well. <laughs> Jolly. Anyway, so Karen, what do you think the listeners are going to want to ask about this class if they could, if yeah. they were present? Yeah, they'll, they're going to want to say, when is it? How much is it? Who's, who can come? Yeah. How long, it, how much of my time is it going to take? All right. With the assumption that everyone's busy. Okay, we're trying to take advantage of a few amazing technological advantages. The live classes will start February 6th, Monday night at 7 p.m. Utah time. 
Okay. Now, I am hoping that that can function as a family home evening assistant. For those of you who are very busy, you can just flip the screen on, throw your kids in front of it, and I'll teach the lesson. Okay. We're having family home evening. Hurry, someone throw a prayer on it. Okay. Now sit down, be quiet, take notes. And that way you can sit back and do something different while I teach the lesson. Okay. Along with my co teachers, the coaches. All right. It'll be 16 weeks worth of lessons, but fear not. Most of us take more than 16 weeks to learn. So these will be cyclical lessons, meaning once we're done, we start over. Now, if you only hear about this in March or April, don't hesitate, jump in. These are not built upon each other. It's not like a math class where you have to know the other principles to learn these principles. You can just learn them and then pick up when we recycle back to lesson one. Besides, one of the most most coolest parts, there's my Idaho vocabulary, most coolest parts is the online multimedia platform that I learned about because of my daughter's modern high schools and colleges where you can open it up. It's an online platform with audios and videos and diagrams and more than one voice teaching the same concepts that will walk you through all the principles at your pace. So while you're in your car, during the middle of the day, if you aren't able to make it to the live sessions, you just get the recording, you listen to it, you get the homework assignments right there that you have your fingertips on. You can read lots of scientific things if that's the kind of person you are, or you can flip over to the stories. But this Eternal Warriors 3.0 online platform is going to have lots of resources, including write-ups, audios, and videos of the coaches and me teaching the same concepts. So for the massively expensive price of $25 per week per family, okay? So that we don't have to keep track. We don't have moms feeling guilty for letting their kids watch it when they only paid for one person. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they can, can they get my husband to watch it too? Does he have to have his own thing? Or of course, all those men out there, I would like to lead my family in righteousness and in good principles. So I'm encouraging my wife and kids, even though they're hesitant, but I'm a presider, so we're all going to be there because that's what men always do. They're always trying to find ways to lead family home evening. Nod with me, okay? All right, we all enjoy living in that fantasy world. So, Karen, did I answer the question? You you just missed one, and it was like, who is, like, I know it's for the family, but I guess it's more of a clarification. So I'm going to hear this and think, Oh, wow. I'm familiar with life-changing services, and I might have some people already who've participated in some of the programs there. And what I really want is to get these younger people in front of this class that are in my family so that they can learn these things too. So what I'm wondering is, in the way that it's presented or on the online platform that you're referring to, will it also have resources where it will hold the attention of a like, what's the age span? Like the yes. child and how do I, yeah. Because we're striving to cover a lot of material in a short amount of time, this is not designed to strive to hold the attention of the audience very much. It is for those who want to give their attention to it before they even show up. Okay, so the audience for the live sessions will be teenagers or older who are already motivated to learn. Okay, it won't do you any good or them any good to be forced to sit there through something they don't want to be at. Please do not create an environment where you're trying to that you're required to create tension in order to be present, because it will be more valuable for you as a parent to learn the principles and start applying them to yourself before any of your family members do so. So, where it usually starts is you know someone who you hope will improve their self-mastery in one or more areas, okay? That's usually where it starts. I hope that in that moment, you will look in the mirror and go, it wouldn't hurt for me to gain some skills in that area also, because part of the training is gonna be showing you how to demonstrate the process of your self-mastery improvements for your loved ones, okay? I know we all look forward to that time when we acknowledge we have something to work on in front of our teenagers, everyone's favorite experience. Before we talk about your weaknesses, let's talk about mine. Okay, 
teenagers go, huh, what? <laughs> We're going to talk about your weaknesses. So the wisest use of this class during the live sessions is to come as a student, not as a parent. Okay, come as a student and any other students you invite. And the audience is going to be those who have one or more things with which they really want to master starting and being consistent with or stopping and being consistent with. Some examples, I want to get my eating habits down and get them consistent and follow my value system. I want to get my moods like anger to change and match my value systems so that I can be living the way I want to with my strong emotions, whether they are anger, whether they are sadness, depression, or anxiety. All of these principles will help you conquer reoccurring mood issues outside of anything that's genetic. So in a, we hope to contribute to what you might have that might be genetic. Please learn the concepts first for yourself, but you're welcome to invite others. There is a, a handbook for families that goes all the way down to young children, and we have specialized coaches that will do more detailed, specific work if you want to have your children trained, but this class is not for children, okay? This is classes for the motivated teenager, the motivated adult. Now, it doesn't have to be 100% motivated. It can be like I was as a 22-year-old, whereas I'm kind of mostly motivated, okay? I, so does I, that answer that question? I just had this picture in my head. It's like, well, I don't have anything better to do. I guess I'll be here. Is that what you mean? Well, that that can be sufficient because you're going to hear these coaches as well going, there I was minding my own business being neutral, somewhat apathetic and puttering along. Yeah. And then I discovered some techniques because for me specifically, a lot of my motivation or lack thereof in many areas is because I didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more frustrating than someone encouraging you to do something that you don't know how to do. Okay, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Okay, I, I, I hear the cheerleader, but no one's teaching me how to play the sport. Yes. So one of the main things you're gonna be learning from me and the other coaches is the how-to element to go with your motivation, and now it starts to feed on itself. I'm more motivated because I feel more competent. I can use my competence because I feel more motivated. Motivation builds competence. Competence builds motivation. Mm -hmm. I'd like to ask, like, Rosalind, as you saw this in yourself, when we first met, you had lots of reasons to be unmotivated. You had lots of reasons to feel hopeless. You had lots of environmental conditions that were anchors to your drive. Mm -hmm. Can you share what you learned that gave you more motivation and education that fed off itself? That's a pretty sudden question. Do you need a minute? Well, I like I said, I think the motivation came as I started to realize in the very first times we met, we had a class in this room together. And as we read through the manual together, I started realizing, okay, I am learning why my loved ones are dealing with this, what what the adversary's goal is, but I'm also learning, wow, I'm being made aware of things that I'm doing that are holding me back. And, and as I saw that, and as I thought of all the youth that I knew that I loved, and I thought, wow, everybody could use this. Everybody could use this, but I, I have to understand it better before I can even think about teaching it. And so I took the course, I think, what, three or four times before I even thought about teaching. But the motivation came because I started to feel like I can have power over me and I can make those changes so that I feel better about who I am. And it's like I, I'm teaching a class right now and one of the women says the thing that's most powerful for me is the fact that there's only one there's only one savior and it's not me for my kids or my loved ones and there's only one enemy and it's not all my loved ones and so having that one phrase is helping her in all areas of her life and that helped me too to recognize yeah i have to learn to fight the one real enemy and not and stop seeing the others in my life as my enemy 
Thank you, thank you. Karen, other questions people might have? Oh, you know what? I was thinking they would maybe want to know, yeah, accessing the portal, even though our whole family is sitting here and we're paying the one rate for all of us to be here, can we all access the portal? Or is that just for the person that registered? No, it's 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 for the whole family. Okay. Now, one of the things I've done to try to be a good student of being a good teacher is I've really watched for <clears throat> 20 years now the way our church leaders provide learning opportunities. And one of the things we learned from the come follow me approach to things is you have a very thin skeleton of basic principles followed by attachment to lots of other expansion ideas. Even if you look at a normal Come Follow Me lesson, especially in your online electronic library, click here for reference to this article. Click here for a video. Click here for more of that. It's not exactly designed like that in the platform, but you're going to see a list of so the main thing, and then you'll see videos and audios and other things. If you are a very thorough student, you can do all of it. But my intention is that inside of this, while there's 16 hours of class time, there are 200 or more hours of supplemental resources. And so it's important that you follow inspiration as we would teachers and learners with the Come Follow Me and go, I think I should spend more time on this and less time on that. I can always come back and look at it some more later. Let me move on to this principle. I feel like jumping ahead. I feel like dropping back. So it's really important that you trust your own inspiration in the process of your learning. Mm -hmm. And we're going to just provide you with a, a buffet, if you will, where you can pick off of it, but it's not designed for you to consume it all at once. Okay. So really, it's like, come as you are, right where you're at, and partake of all of this information that's available to you. And yeah, there'll be things to listen to, things to read. There's not going to be maybe necessarily any homework given, but there's it's going to be broken up into the different weeks, the different lessons, mm -hmm. right? So they'll know where to go. What about people outside of my house that are my family? Can I invite them? If you're inviting others, it would be nice if you sent them the link for registration and each household pays the simple $25. Mm -hmm. But I already know people are going to be sneaky and cheat and pass it on, okay? This is not designed to be a money maker. This is not designed to be massive. We're charging very little just to support the support system behind it, okay? The priority here is to get the principles out to everyone. This is why we spend very little time protecting things with copyrights, et cetera, et cetera. I'm reminded regularly that I am not the creator of these principles. I'm an archaeologist of true principles. I find principles that have already been there, mm. and they've been there for a very long time. Let me give you an example of one of the main principles we're going to be reviewing and, and emphasizing. There's been a thing called a pattern for growth that has been around for thousands of years. And for decades, I was hunting for the best version of it. And then some guy named Russell Nilsson and his team lays it out right there. And it's still in many households and in many wards that I work with. It's still under a layer of dirt. Mm -hmm. It's right there, just under a few millimeters of dirt. It's in your youth and children handbook. And wait, it's right there sitting under that. It's called a pattern for growth. And it's four words. Discover, plan, act, reflect. Discover, plan, act, reflect in a circle. Okay. And part of what we're going to be doing is I'm going to bring that to the surface really loud because it's not been part of Eternal Warriors 1.0. It has not been part of Eternal Warriors 2.0. We did add it in a small section to the Light Dragons Did They Fight new version as of this year. But we're going to be putting a lot of emphasis behind it because it is one of the most powerful self-mastery tools. And one of the things I love about it is how it's customizing for the individual to avoid apathy or overwhelm to get rid of both of the ends of the spectrum. I don't know if Markel is available, but I've been watching her apply this in her, in her own world. And I don't know if she can comment, but before doing so, we're also going to be introducing the Eternal Warriors Battle. Okay. Now, the reason it's called that is because 
If I review the last year of my work with my clients, those who are working directly on their own sexual self-mastery, I'm now seeing a noticeable split between those who plan correctly the next 24 hours are winning faster than those who don't. And in my marriage repair work, those who plan their efforts based on reflection and discovery, and then they plan and then they strive to act upon that plan and do this cyclically, are having the best results in their marriage repair work. Okay, now I'm asking Markel to comment on this because we've done a lot of work together. And one of the things that's phenomenal about watching Markel's work is how well she's customized the cycle for her own work. Markel, can you comment on how you've gone through that over and over and over again, the Discover, Plan, Act, Reflect, to get the momentum and confidence that you've got going on? Yeah, sure. I love that tool because it's very inviting. And again, I can customize it to what I want and put it into, you know, create my plan to discover what's, you know, what I want to work on or what I need to overcome. I create a plan put it into action. And then I really like the reflection part. I think that that's really important celebrating any little win because every little step, every little 1% as you talk about really does help us to generate momentum. And then I also like to refine it. Okay. This is going really well. And this is what I need to refine. And then, okay, I'm going to do it again. And I think pairing that with the chemical scale where I can notice too, where those, you know, attacks are coming in where I'm on that campus where it's distracting me or, you know, telling me, oh, you can't do that or it's too hard. That really helps me to also be able to stay on track and to be able to course correct while I'm going through the plan and taking action. I have two follow-up questions for you, Markel. Um, your, your life demands, like many, would easily create a reoccurring sensation of overwhelm. How does using the DPAR decrease your overwhelm but help you feel on target anyway? Well, it helps me to see, keep things in perspective. Like I don't have to get it all done at once. I am like, okay, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. And if I don't get it all done, then I'm started looking at, okay, what went well? And then, okay, wait, this is what I need to do to, you know, move closer. So do I still get overwhelmed? Yes. And I think that probably one of the biggest things to help with that overwhelm is doing the reflecting so that I can actually just go, okay, wait, what's going well? If I need a journal, okay, what's going well? Or what are the negative thoughts and reflecting? And, you know, if I need to create another little plan, then I can do that so that I can keep going, if that makes sense. Wonderful. One more question. Uh, you have lots of things around you that are chaotic and uncontrollable. Okay. Yes. Uh, humans, circumstances, et cetera, et cetera. But what I've watched you do over the last year is you've been using this system to bring yourself more inner peace and more psychological sense of stability, notwithstanding the chaos around you. Can you explain how this DPAR system has contributed to not controlling your environment, but giving you more sense of stability? That's a really good question. Well, I think it helps me in the situation to discover, okay, what do I have control over? What don't I have control over? And always, you know, I really do strive to always have the spirit to be with me. And so if there is a lot of chaos going on or, you know, an attack towards me, which I get a lot of those, I have learned to pause and to just go, okay, wait, I need to remember, I need to always have the spirit to be with me. And then I have some plans that I've made ahead of time that I can default to no matter what. So that actually creates a lot of security for my brain so that if I'm feeling like, whoa, this is a lot right now, I just think, okay, what have I done? What is my plan? You know, whether that's to pray or go for a walk or reach out and talk to somebody. And then I default to that so that I can always stay in alignment with my values. And then if the thoughts come, I redirect, hey, that's the lie, or that's a limiting belief, that's not true, this is true. And then I keep moving towards that. And then I usually try to reflect later on, okay, what went well, 
and what could have I done differently? And so as I keep doing that over and over and over, I'm celebrating the successes. And then I'm also looking at where I could have improved. And then I create a plan for if something like that were to happen again, then I will do this. And actually that works really well. It's pretty cool. So so I celebrate with that. Karen, what else are people going to want to know about? Mm. You know what? I think just hearing more about, yeah, what are you going to say in there? Because someone, maybe people have never taken eternal lawyers. Maybe they've had people and that they love that are in these programs and they're wondering why, why should I come to that? Because I kind of just like to watch it from the outside. What's, what's it really, if you were to say it in your own words, because you've done asking us, which I think has been really valuable to hear each one of our voices about why, why, why eternal warrior principles. And so I just think you maybe giving us more examples or telling us more of a why. So they'll, they'll move beyond just watching to get in here and get in here and have some fun. Sure. I'm going to ask Kathy to, to address a question after I'm done talking, which is what is one of your favorite principles you would want a new student to learn from eternal warriors? So think about that while I answer, what would be one of your favorite principles for them to learn? So in my twenties, when I started really paying attention to my own development, I was noticing these two worlds, one, the scientific world, the world where I would go to school and study and read self-help books, et cetera, et cetera. And then a completely separate world when I'd go to church and I'd learn about spiritual things, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm all, okay, I'm, which one is it? And it, there's a few principles that started to surface that started building a bridge between the two worlds. One of them is the basic simple idea, which surprises a lot of my clients, which is, have you ever just considered whether or not God is a good scientist? And they go, well, yeah. And then I, then I clarify, would you guess that he may be a good psychologist? Well, duh. Well, how often in textbooks do they discuss God as a good psychologist? Never. When was the last time you were in a Sunday school class and it was discussed how God is a scientist of psychology? Rarely. Okay. And so when I started going, okay, what, what, and how do these two things come together? Is it actually scientific to find the repentance process? Can you find the elements of why do I misbehave? What's going on? What role does my body play? What role does my cognitive process play? What role does Satan play? Can Satan be analyzed scientifically? Can you break him down the same way you would? I mean, I was an athlete. You watch your opponent on film so you can study him and prepare. Our own prophet nowadays, just when we think this might be getting a little overboard, If you look at the last three or four general conferences, he who mentions the adversary the most is our current prophet to remind us that he's not invisible. We are warned in in 2 Nephi, Satan will try to convince you that he's not relevant, that he doesn't exist, that he's not part of your experience. Well, when was the last time you noticed Satan in your psychology? Or is he not there based on what you've heard from the scientists that there is no Satan in my psychology. There is no temptation. I'm being tempted, and they say at church that it's from Satan, but in science, they say it's my subconscious, okay? I am experiencing torment. In church, they say Satan torments, but the scientists say you're just ruminating. You're just going over this again and again because you want to. You need to stop doing that to yourself. So, As a scientist, it's my obligation, my ethical responsibility to tell you the truth about what's going on in your head. And for me to imply that Satan is not part of your psychology is to misrepresent the truth. To tell you he's there, but not tell you how he's there. Oh, by the way, there's someone in the force that's going to try to hurt you, but I'm not going to tell you what he does. I'm not going to tell you how he does it. Okay, I'm just going to warn you about it, which is what I felt my own parents. What is the phrase my mom would use? Return with honor. And I'm all, that's a great idea. But is there a bad guy in the forest trying to hurt me? Yeah. Can you tell me how? No. Just watch out for him. Okay. 
So one of our main principles is we're going to show you that there is science behind spirituality and there is spirituality behind science. That's one of my main themes that I hope to communicate. Kathy, what's one of the main themes from your experience with Eternal Warriors that you want to make sure the students learn? I think one of the <clears throat> true principles that really stood out to me was the fact that I could live my life on purpose. And <clears throat> I guess I never really considered. <laughs> I just kind of let each day happen to me. And I realized that through Eternal Warriors that I can have purpose every day and that I can act upon I can act upon every situation and not be acted upon. I really like that scripture <clears throat> that says we are we we are how exactly does it does it go? We are Agent acted upon. So we have we have power to be on purpose every day. And I love how we're taught to use a calendar to help us do that. And those six goals that that help us have purpose every day and help us move forward. And understanding that was one of the great principles, one of the many <laughs> great principles that that really stood out to me and helped me to move forward in my life. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Karen, what do you want to make sure that the students of such a class, you're going to be there a lot, if not every time, you're going to be helping with the teaching of it. As you think about what you've studied over the many years of these principles, what do you want to make sure they learn in these classes? Oh, I think the most eye-opening thing for me was I thought I knew what was going on, right? Because I grew up with the gospel of Jesus Christ in my life, and I was really solid in the thought that this is all I need. Anything else out there that doesn't sound like church is super fringy and I'm not going to listen to it. Do you know what I mean? And so, so when I started noticing that application of science to spirituality and spirituality to science and how, how that made the gospel of Jesus Christ make sense to me, because now I could notice that's how a spiritual person that cares so much about following Jesus Christ can actually see themselves more clearly have an awareness of the enemy who's trying to thwart their progress, but also not separate themselves without even knowing they're doing it from Jesus Christ. Because if the adversary is was messing with me, I didn't know that's what I thought I was just being a weirdie, right? But when I realized, wait a minute, I can clear that out and I can allow this barrier to go away so that I feel and believe and know that the Savior's helping me and access, like Rosalind mentioned earlier, his atonement in my life more daily. And that was huge. I think most people that are going to take their, your class, Maurice, are coming from a place of, do I ever love the gospel of Jesus Christ? Hmm. They're coming from that place. I love it. And it can't be better than this. And the thing that it did for me that I would want people to understand is when you understand these principles, the gospel of Jesus Christ opens up like this huge, wonderful thing that you're like, now I can hear the music playing. I don't know, kind of sounds like I, I wasn't a very good church lady, but boy, did I try to be a good church lady, but I sure felt miserable. That's why I would want, I just want people to know that, yeah, the understanding will increase. So my personal opinion is this is a gold mine you're offering. Thank you. So to be clear for everyone, we seek to be likened to John the Baptist, where we are an intermediate step to bring you from where you are to having your strong connection with the divine power and the principles. We are not a replacement for a religion. We do not claim to be prophets. We are servants. That's all we are. We are people who have worked very hard to discover stepping stones and tools and equipment that will empower individuals to clarify the specifics of their value systems and make the necessary adjustments on a scientific level to live up to those and to inspire others to do the same. Okay, so just to be clear, we are, have no intention of replacing because we have too much confidence 
in the prophets of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and what they teach. Everything we teach is in harmony with what they teach. We've been very careful about that. Mm -hmm. So please join us. We'll be meeting on Monday nights. Follow the links in order to register. It'll be the same whether you register and show up to the live sessions or it gives you access to the online platform and you can only make it to that because we'll be sending the recordings to everyone who's registered for the class. And if it if you're beyond the February 6th, jump in anyway. It's built to have you join at any. So if you're just hearing about it and it's past the start date, jump on in. Grab the links, jump into the class. You'll be emailed the other the online stuff that you have need access to. And you'll also be meeting others to team up with behind the scenes and talk about it and strategize. And some of them are specialized coaches and some of them are just friends that are learning the same thing. Mm -hmm. so, Karen, any last comments or questions? Oh, you know what? Just thank you, Maurice. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for being diligent, valiant, hot mess that wanted to learn <laughs> some really neat things, right? Because that's, um, that's really what happened is you were just so driven to be like, boy, I got to figure this out, right? And yeah, it's been such valuable information for anyone who wants to be a student of it. It's been life-changing which is the name of this company, life-changing, right? Thank so you. This is the core of why it's so life-changing. So come and find out why, everybody. Thanks for listening. And thanks, Maurice. Thanks, Rosalind and Kathy and Markel. And we'll see you in the Eternal Warriors 3.0, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for being with us today, Warrior Moms. I invite you to make a donation at the top of our website, mothersyouknow.org. Any amount you can afford today will help us keep Mothers Who Know services free for all moms. Thank you so much for your generosity. Moms, remember your divine identity and great worth. Continue in your courageous efforts to support God's great work. Notice the miracles you see every day, the evidence of the Savior's love and mercy. Find the message in your message. Reach out and share the principles you learn in Mothers Who Know with other mothers. You are God's secret weapon for good in this world. Finally, a few pieces of information for you. I recommend a few other podcast channels to listen to. Like Dragons Do They Fight podcast, that includes interviews and stories with those that have struggled and overcome something in their life. And the Eternal Warriors podcast, hosted by two YSA eight young men who share their story, teach valuable lessons, and interview special guests. You can follow us on our social media pages on Facebook under mothersyouknow.lcs or search for Mothers You Know and on Instagram, username at mothers underscore who know. Last, if you would like additional support and training, please go to mompowertraining.com to sign up for the next eight-week mom power training class for all moms. You can also go to the Mothers Who Know website at mothersyouknow.org or our parent company, Life Changing Services, at lifechangingservices.org to learn more about our excellent services to support you and your loved ones. Thank you so much for listening today. Please feel free to email me anytime with questions or to set up a complimentary 30-minute appointment to visit. Please email me at mothersyouknow at lifechangingservices.org. Looking forward to hearing from you amazing moms. See you next time.